Hello and welcome back to Inside the USFL, a podcast giving you an inside look at the USFL. And we are still going because the man to my right, Jordan McRae, offensive lineman for the Birmingham Stallions, will be playing in the championship game on Sunday. Uh, Jordan, how are you feeling after the big playoff win? Uh, feeling good. Um, put in a really good week of practice and uh, put all the outside noise behind us being in the Hall of Fame and all that kind of stuff and, and being able to get that win to secure our spot in the championship. Uh, it's a really good feeling. Today is our kind of off day. Uh, we had a lot of media stuff going on, but now we get to chill a little bit and uh, relax and enjoy the city. So um, it's, it's a good Monday. Always a good Monday out there, Doug. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely a good thing. How is the media stuff? Like, obviously, it can be annoying, but is it sort mm -hmm. of, in a way, surreal? Just to kind of like be in a championship game and have like the media, you know, honestly, just ask you questions about it, like be yeah. act, like actually care. No, nah, you care. Like, it's kind of like at times it can be annoying because you want to relax and just uh, focus on the game or do get into your normal week routine, but. You got to realize, like, just being able to be in this spot is a blessing. So you kind of got to just soak it in and enjoy it and roll whatever comes with it, the questions, uh, the long days and all that kind of stuff, because it could be worse. I could be not busy at all and at home. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's a it's a good situation to be in, man. Definitely. And obviously, you know, you go from Birmingham, you guys fly up to uh, Cleveland to playing mm -hmm. Canton. You're playing at the Hall of Fame there weirdly you guys kind of had some doubters and you did kind of have to prove doubters wrong. Like I've just, I've heard a lot of people be like, you know, stallions. Yeah. They're nine and one. They're a good team, but obviously every game's close. And yeah. also just the impact on, Oh, they're the home team. They have the home crowd, Yeah, but, but now it's neutral site. So uh, did you guys feel any of that pressure in terms of needing to prove people wrong? And how was the crowd? Did it feel neutral or was it still pro stallions? Um, I didn't I wouldn't say we felt too much pressure, but we were hearing the noise that uh, like some teams saying that, you know, they're only so good because we're always playing at home. They always have a crowd and stuff like that. And the crowd at the Hall of Fame was really good. But I would say it was uh, it was fairly neutral. I mean, we had a lot of a lot of stallions here and there. And it, those were greatly appreciated. But it was a pretty neutral side, in my opinion. And and um to me, honestly, like for a game, I'm not sure how anybody else approaches it, but whether there's one or a hundred thousand people in the stands, like I still want to play good. I'm still going to give my best. I'm, I still don't want to get beat. So it's not that much pressure or a difference in my aspect, but for other guys, it might be, but just speaking for me, not, not really. So if you guys aren't nine and one now, 10 and one going to the championship game, mm -hmm. because you have home field advantage, um, and obviously it's a startup league, so everyone had equal playing field. It's the same pool of players. What is the difference, do you honestly feel like, between the Stallions team, which has clearly been rolling all season long, versus, you know, the teams who were one in nine or whatever? I can't really speak for other teams, but I know with, with our team, is it's, a, first of all, a really, really good group of guys. And uh, the chemistry on our team, just from, from – now, I wouldn't say day one, but at least like the first week on to the first game and then carrying on has been great, man. Like it's a lot of really good football players on this team, but even better, like men, like individual guys and uh, guys that want to win, guys that love the game. A lot of a lot of people were getting paid a decent amount 
just want to be here just to make a little bit of money before their career is over. And these guys just love coming out here, have dreams and aspirations to go other places. And that is really, especially in the offensive line room, but just the whole team just like gelled well. And uh, guys love being around each other. We were having a great time here in Cleveland. And um, I really feel like that's the difference between us and a lot of different teams is that uh, offense, defense, special teams, every position group, we genuinely like being around each other, have real good times with each other. And then that just makes you want to play harder for the next guy. And honestly, looking at the team from the outside, it's interesting because you guys were so dominant all season long. I mean, one loss and it came at the very end of the season. You guys have some amazing players, right? So does everybody. But in terms of like, obviously, they just gave out the season long awards. You're talking about Mm -hmm. all USFL, stuff like that. You guys didn't have a ton of people. Yeah. Like named, but in a way that kind of speaks to your guys's team as well like there isn't just like the high uh peaking players like everyone played really well and your team especially i feel like every week people had a completely different role in terms of the skill players which again to your point speaks to the chemistry speaks to the character i would say yeah no definitely every week it's just uh even if you are playing it's the next man up mentality and everybody just wants to make their play when it comes to them and is just as happy when the next guy makes a play there's not a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of guys that, you know, deserve the ball all the time or really deserve every accolade that they should get, but they're just as happy to see their teammate and the the guy next to them get it. So I feel like that's that's the reason why we're so good. Nobody's selfish. You know what I mean? No, everybody plays within their role, and when they're t- when it's their turn to make a play, they always make it. So for sure, and I mean, just you know, obviously the spotlight's going to be on the receiver, it's going to be on the quarterback. You know, all the pretty boys that have the camera on them all the time, yeah. their names called. But, like, talking about you, too, I mean, we introduced the podcast Center Jordan McRae. This week you played exclusively guard. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm i going to take a wild guess and say you didn't have a problem with that. I'm going to take a guess and say no one else had a problem with that. Right. And you guys did your job, and it looked pretty. It looked good. It looked mm-hmm. like you guys had been doing that all season long as well. Yeah. Just, a flip on the offensive line. You guys took care of business, I would say. Yeah, definitely. And and uh, it just kudos to not just me and Cam who switched position this game, but everybody has played a little bit of everywhere. Uh, O'Shea has played guard and tackle. Uh, Pope has played left and right tackle. Uh, Darius played left and right tackle. Uh, Tuck plays literally wherever we put plug him in. He's been, been uh, in our T-bone formation as a tight end, and he's been killing shit all, all season there. So it's like um, it's a really good group of guys, really good group of players, and wherever we're called to p- play at that week, we know that um, that we can get it done. So, yeah, I'm excited to see it one more time for this season. I will be there, obviously. So I I, I was at a wedding, uh, watching the game, watching like keeping track of everything. And as soon as I saw you guys won, booked the hotel. So I will be in Canton, getting to see it up close and personal. Um, cool. My sister got married this weekend, and also apparently your brother got married same day. Yeah, um, little hard that you couldn't be there, I'm sure. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's the experience like? And I guess, like again, it's a layer that people don't really think about because they don't see. But like the sacrifices, mm-hmm. what can you say about like being a professional athlete? Like some of these big events, you have to sacrifice sometimes. Yeah, and uh, I mean it was it was a, a really really hard decision. Um, uh, my twin brother, like 
for those that don't know, like I, I wouldn't even be here being able to talk on this podcast if it wasn't for how much he's helped me throughout my career, just being a competitor with me and just looking after me, making sure I have like the necessary things to train and all that kind of stuff. So uh, not being able to be there for his day was uh, was really, really tough, but just made sure that I played for him that day and uh, make sure I got the dub. And we FaceTimed before and after my mom uh, FaceTimed me uh, while I was getting dressed for the game. So I got to watch the wedding. And um, I mean, it, it was a beautiful experience. He had a great time and and everything works out how it works out. But uh, would have loved to have been there. But, you know, work calls. So I got to make sure that we finish the job here. Absolutely. Like I said, one more win. You guys will be playing the Philadelphia Stars Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Uh, this is a team you guys haven't played since week five or six, I believe. Yeah. Um, that was a good game. Uh, you guys put up 30 on them, 30 to 17. Again, though, that's a long time you know that, that you know that's five six weeks ago. Right. Uh, how much are you looking at that game? How much are you looking at how they played in Canton? You know, mm -hmm. right before you guys. Uh, we're looking at bo both of those equally, and uh, they are a really hot team. They could have easily beat Jer Jersey um, that the last regular season game as well, and uh, they're a really good team, really stout defense. And uh, we're going to be looking at all those things, uh, see what worked well against them the, the last time we played, see what worked, what Jersey did work that worked well against them here, and uh, really just put a good game plan together and and try to try to get another victory. You talked about when you guys were done Birmingham because mm -hmm. uh, there's two stadiums you guys played in, so flipping between them there really wasn't that much of a difference. Yeah. Uh, did you sense anything different playing in Canton? I think the stadium's a little bit smaller than what you guys were playing down in yeah. Alabama, but does that change anything for you, really? No, nah, not too much. Uh, it was it was a little bit smaller. Still a really nice stadium, but um, I wouldn't say it changed too much. Maybe like atmosphere-wise, if it was packed, if both were packed, one would be a little bit louder. And um, we filled up pretty good down in Birmingham, and it was filled up pretty good here. But it wasn't it wasn't too much of a difference. That's good. Yeah. Um. But obviously, you guys. I mean, you guys took care of business. We talked beforehand. It was one of the more complete games you guys have played. Mm -hmm. uh, offense, defense, and definitely special teams all played their part. And you guys took a big second quarter uh, this time to really get it done, getting a touchdown again on offense, defense, and special teams in the second quarter. Mm -hmm. uh, entertaining game. And it's tough to beat a team three times yeah. in the same season. That's... Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really get talked about. Obviously, it doesn't happen very often that you play a team three times, but just to consistently do it, take advantage of mistakes, uh, you guys killed it. You guys mm -hmm. absolutely killed it. And led by your quarterback, Jamar, uh, he, he seemed steady. He seemed confident. He seemed good. Hill Steady on Reddit wants to know, how has it been to see Jamar develop throughout the year? Uh, going from a backup quarterback, obviously, initially, to leading you guys in to the championship game uh it's been great man jamar has been amazing from the first day that we got here you know um him and uh coach holtz being so familiar being at a uh, lot tech together he was one of the guys that you know had a pretty good grasp of the offenses from day one was always helping was a uh, very vocal from even when we first got here and it was uh 
I think what helped Jamar a lot is even though he came in as the backup, he uh, was always preparing himself like a starter. Like when we first got here, you couldn't tell just from the meetings, you couldn't tell uh, if it was either going to be Alex or Jamar because both of them, you know, were acting as they were going to be the one getting all the snaps, uh, taking mental reps whenever the other one's in. So I think this is a kudos to Jamar for always being ready. And then when his time came, ready to lead this team to where we are now and, and hopefully to the championship. Do you like that as a teammate when you have a bunch of people, uh, you know, in the same position group and obviously a quarterback is a leadership group for a team when there are multiple people acting as if they are the guy, do you think that's a good thing? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Cause it, it just, it just instills confidence more in the team, especially at that position. Like uh, when Alex got hurt that first game, we didn't miss a beat. Um, and that that's kudos to Jamar for always staying ready. And that it just gives us a little bit more confidence because if, you know, in one play, a guy can a guy can go out. So you want to know that the guy that's behind them is just as just as ready to fulfill the role as as the the starter was. So uh, it gives a little bit of confidence, and then um, helps everybody on the team as well. That makes sense. And yeah, to your point, you guys have a Mister B and flipping back and forth, sometimes playing both at the same time. Alex split out. We know whatever yeah. you guys got to do. Also. We can't forget, you haven't had your trick play yet, so let's keep that in mind. If you guys are up by three, four scores or something on Sunday, maybe put you in the backfield. There's three I, running I, back I, spots back there. We talk about this often on the show, and I, and I talk about it even more often to Skip. So if okay. uh, if, if he uh, if we, we're, we're rolling like that, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get it going, even if we're not rolling. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the spark. Yeah, might, that might be the spark that we need. You know what I mean? Like it's it's always a good, never a bad moment to give me a ball. That's what I tell them. Never, absolutely <laughs> never. Uh, no distribution wants to know, and I think this is an interesting question. Uh, mm. What's the level of play like at this point in the season? In your opinion, uh, is the best USFL team better than most of the best college teams? That's always an interesting debate where it's like. Could the worst NFL team actually beat Alabama? You know, stuff like that, which people mm. don't think about the best, the best make the NFL. So, yeah. like in your in your opinion, in terms of the USFL right now, two of the best uh championship teams now, uh, how does it stack up in terms of the level of play? I think as a high level of play, um definitely hi- higher than college, but uh Obviously not not the same as the NFL, but um, to to answer the question about the best college team playing the best the worst NFL team, I think that the worst NFL team still smokes the best college team. Yeah, because it's uh, there on the NFL team. There's 53 guys that's supposed to be there, and on the college team, there may be 20 NFL caliber players if it's a good college team. So. Um, so I, I don't think it would be particularly close, in my humble opinion. No, no. Uh, <laughs> people, yeah, it's always it's a, a good, debate. It's, it's, a, it's always a good a conversation to have. It's funny, like it's fun to think about. Like maybe it won't be like a complete blowout because some, especially if you have a, like an elite quarterback, something like that. But they're not gonna win. No, <laughs> yeah. no, absolutely like, just not. T- they talked about it with the Jaguars last year. Obviously, they had their own issues, and maybe that would have stopped them, I guess. But in terms of talent, you look 
you know, the seventh rounder on the team was the best player on his college team. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. It is. I don't know. (laughs) Some people don't really understand it, but that's okay. Yeah. That's, that's Uh, all it is. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Samsonite. uh, Thanks for submitting questions all season, by the way. Uh, He wants to know how much of the United by football uh, episodes and shows have you gotten to watch during the season? Uh, during the season, like when I've watched other TV copy games, I've I've gotten clips of, clips of it and seen it, and it, it is very entertaining. But I, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't seen every single episode. But I would like to get back and watch it. And then sometimes, uh, guys from other team that I follow on Instagram will post the clips of just their part of the episode and features. So I've seen stuff like that, especially from Boogie. Uh, I used to train with Boogie back in uh, it was like 2017, 2018. Uh, down in Miami, he came down there for a little bit, and uh, just guys like that. And then obviously, when uh, Chase was playing, like a lot of his stuff was popping up everywhere. So I seen some some clips from that. Um, but uh, it has been has been entertaining. Uh, I really got to get it get around to watching all of it, but I can't say I've watched it as much, that much of it so far. Have they brought those film crews to Canton with you guys? Uh, yeah, there's, there there have been uh, not in everything that we do. But uh, certain things, usually a lot of it is, is stuff that's like right before the game or uh, the walkthrough before the game. It's usually not like during the, the week preparation or maybe maybe they'll catch a meeting or two. But it's really um, it's really not distracting. It's distracting as I thought it would be. You know, I, I thought it was going to yeah. be like somebody like reality TV walking around you at 24 hours of the day type thing. And it, it's, it really hasn't been that bad. I think it's, it's definitely a good thing for the for the league. Yeah, if it's done right, to, and to your point, like it hasn't been a distraction. As long as it's mm-hmm. not a distraction it's for the players, yeah, then it's a then it's for sure good for the league. It has mm-hmm. to be. It, once we get past the chicken salad incident, I wish that was. I think that was the first episode. It kind of that set was the, the tone, first and, that, and that really said that that really got. It's a very unfortunate situation because I, Damian <laughs> is my guy, but it really uh, got people tuned in to see what exactly was going on here. So. Yeah, it did its job, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> no such thing as bad publicity, I guess, is what some would say. But uh, ask Devion. Let's <laughs> see what his yeah, opinion is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bobby also wants to know. Now, looking forward, like we just said, you play Philadelphia, who I guess everyone would call that an upset, beating New Jersey. New Jersey was a one-loss team, only mm-hmm. lost to you guys, obviously. Uh, looking ahead at the matchup, is there any players you're concerned about, uh, keyed on, or like what? What's your preparation then for this upcoming week? Um, really, they have a really good defense, so uh, just keying in on the things that they like to do, like situationally, is is some of the things that we'll we'll focus on most. Uh, I like to give all play, all my opponents respect. Like those those guys are good; they're getting paid just as much as we're getting paid, and they they make plays. It's how we make plays. So just making sure that I'm on my A game. Don't want to single anyone out in particular, but uh, just make sure I'm on my A game and uh, so we can uh, have a successful game plan. Absolutely. I mean, it's the championship game. They're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. If we learned anything from the Stanley Cup that just ended, you got to give your opponent some respect. I know, I, I guess, your hometown sort of Tampa Bay Lightning fell. Yeah. Uh, the whole narrative was Colorado hadn't played anybody. 
And my whole thing was they're in the championship. Yeah, they obviously and- had to play somebody to get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was, it's actually funny. Uh, Magoo is uh, – Alex is from Tampa. And uh, after we uh, – we a couple of the guys went and had dinner last night, and uh, we went to his room to watch some of the game, and he was stressed. He was stressed the whole big Tampa Bay Lightning – I think he's worn a jersey like the four or five games this year, like, and uh, yeah. he was stressed. I didn't, I didn't stay in there and finish to watch the game with him, but uh, I was hoping they pulled it out for him, but uh, they obviously did. So, <laughs> no, no, he's got to get the, he's got to bring the championship to Tampa this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, championship game then Sunday, seven thirty Eastern on Fox, Birmingham Stallions versus the Philadelphia Stars in Canton, Ohio. Jordan, best of luck to you. Thank you for doing this all season long. Is there anything else you want to say before you get out of here? Uh, no, that's it. Thank you for you guys for tuning in all season long. And uh, you guys have been watching the games and all that kind of stuff. has been helping the, the Birmingham Stallions be 10-1. And, and after this weekend, hopefully 11-1 with a championship ring. So appreciate you guys. And I uh, appreciate you, Zach, man, for, for getting all this together. No problem. This has been fun. And uh, like I said in the first one, I mean, you guys had the worst odds to win it all. It just gave me an opportunity to win more money. So let's let's break the bank this weekend. Let's get it. Let's do it, man. (laughs) 